Hello, everybody, and welcome to week four of Edging on Dunstan, a podcast where four certified Dunstan dunces dissect a cinematic masterpiece in 10-minute increments. Today, we're going over minutes 30 to 40? I don't know anymore, man. I think that's 20, out, right? 20 to 30. 30 to 40. <laughs> My name is Drew. I'm Sam. I'm Adam. And I'm Olivia. And this uh, bit of Dunstan cinema begins with um let's call it nothing short of what it is a revolution of the workers overthrowing the <laughs> the ruling class dunstan the means of production in this relationship with lord rutledge finally cries freedom literally casting down the wealth of the diamonds that he stole and smashing them into lord rutledge's face I, tell you, I want every single one of rutledge's lines as my ringtone like i just want every time my phone goes off i'm in no mood for this dunstan <laughs> <laughs> don't you speak your high bottom of me you remember oh. what happened to your brother that was a lot. Okay. Uh, yeah. a, a good little comment that I wrote down was Dunstan packs religious fanny. I think that needed. <laughs> oh, I think that needed a little more context, but yeah. I thought that was funny. Beautiful. I'm glad we said it for this one. We talked about that last time. Yeah. <laughs> in this one, God, so much happened. So, so much, much terrible happened. In this I one. I I could I could say that this is probably the slowest part we've had so far. Yeah, this is probably the slowest part of the movie overall. And, and we've had. What was it five minutes of just polishing? But we've yeah. had some bomb. But some of the bombshells that were dropped here, like I mean, we're gonna get to the boy pissing later. <laughs> but, like, there's a lot in this bit. There's a dead monkey. There sure is. Yeah, there's. Uh, there's. It, they don't directly say it, so they can but get away. Rutledge with is it. an implied monkey murderer. Yeah, <laughs> Rutledge says you remember what happened to Samson, who is implied to be like Dunstan's brother. And then Rutledge pulls out his cane, and then there's an attachment at it, like how people have fencing canes where a sword pops out at the end. He's got a cane, which a nipple clamp pops out of the end. Yeah, like three little claws that could have no other purpose than to pinch Dunstan's nipples. <laughs> yeah, they could, they could do no actual harm. I, I don't. He said that right as he said, Samson liked playing games, mm -hmm. implying that he murdered Dunstan's brother but not through nipple clamping. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but not before performing some Fifty Shades of Grey style sexual games upon him. Truly, truly. Spare the rod and spoil the, the monkey. monkey. That is the oh, most man. awful thing. Oh my god, that's uh, horrible. But as Dunstan is making his escape, Lord Rutledge, he's on his game. He, he's dealt with insurrections before with the working class. He tries to make one last desperate plea as Dunstan's leaving. He says, yes. Dunstan, I have some lovely bananas here for you. <laughs> and Dunstan starts spanking his ass out the window. <laughs> he's spanking the monkey. Well, well, oh. he says, Daddy's sorry. Yeah, exactly Daddy's like that. sorry. Which only made Dunstan run faster to the safety of the spunk So insincere. I don't think he actually was sorry. You know, I, I, person I personally insane. loved as Dunstan's running through the vents, all the really muted dialogue. Yeah, I have no so idea yes. what he's saying. Yeah, no I, he said, Dunstan, we're partners. We split everything 50-50 down the middle. And it was just, it didn't need to exist. It was no. just unnecessary. Dunstan, we're partners. What kind of partners? <laughs> For asking, well, in this essay, I will. <laughs> I, I feel as though we can probably deduce what kind of partners they are. Dunstan packs Rutledge's fanny. Rutledge has a nipple clamp. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's already played lots of games with his older brother, <laughs> and um, he's very good at making little we, boys disappear. Do, yeah, as we learned about Rutledge from the first yeah. scene, he doesn't have a taste for the older boys. <laughs> oh my God! Do you think that he ate the monkey? Um, Samson the monkey? Yeah, do you think that Rutledge ate the other monkey? I, I think don't... he ate a part of him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> da 
dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Oh my God. I don't think there's any evidence to support that claim, Adam. I don't think there's evidence to like. Well, what would? How would he dispose of an orangutan body? Though? Well, aside from the only evidence is his hearty monkey-fed frame. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I've been. To, I've had the IKEA food court food. Those are That's the, orangutan. Those are the full cheeks of a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene in the Mask of Zorro. Where uh, this evil cavalryman's like, did you know that cannibals believe that if you ate your uh, enemies, then you absorb their powers? And then that it's implied that he's eating all the people that he kills? What? That's what Lord Rutledge is doing. He's eating all the monkeys that he bests. Yes. <laughs> in, 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 in sexual conquest. <laughs> he, he, he fought Samson in unarmed combat. Like they fought with their fists to the death. They fought naked like That's the why he's got the gap in his teeth. Samson grabbed them by the teeth and stretched them out. Oh but Rutledge got one good uppercut right to the monkey's face. Oh. Samson dropped like a sack of potatoes. It was all over. Samson dropped like a dead monkey. <laughs> Another, the largest portion of this, uh, this ten-minute chunk is dedicated to the Grant's home life, uh, the family of three <laughs> horrible, horrible individuals, horrible. which begins with uh, little Kyle saying goodnight to his mother, and then Robert Grant just turns around, and I'm just, once again, imagining things from his perspective. He's leaving the room, and then he hears his boy say, goodnight, Mom. Oh, um, yes. no thank you. You can still see her? Yes. You know, Drew, I would argue that the main part of this chunk of the movie She tells was, me to was, kill. <laughs> was, was the many vents and their easy accessibility throughout Seriously? the hotel. Yeah. What the hell? Lawsuit. Lawsuit. There's just constant vents. Like, the, this movie takes place 90% in the spunk-filled vents of this hotel. <laughs> Oh, oh speaking of... You, you know Brian is running a sex cult in the vents. It's yes, our, it's, absolutely. It's heavily implied. Absolutely. Along the lines of uh, spunk-filled vents, oh, when they're they're exploring like a laundry chute, and there's a series of Dunstan hair mm -hmm. yes. stuck to the chute side. Pasted to the chute. Yeah, yeah. pasted with Glued. some kind of monkey paste. Oh. <laughs> We're going to go back to that bedroom scene for a yeah, second. Yeah, we got to... It reminded me of something... Uh, a, a trend I've noticed that is that apparently in the 1990s, no one had any shelf space. No. Everyone made sure mm -hmm. their shelves were entirely covered in as many, as, as many bits of mise en scene as possible. <laughs> we gotta offer another round of applause to the production designer for this movie because it does feel like an actual bedroom. There's a, a bowling pin headboard that yeah. is just... Mwah! I'd want that in my room. Some talk about like I want that in my movies. sex dungeon. Oh my god. People talk about like Kubrick's attention to details in movies like he made the table green even though the movie was in black and white. Did you see how many items were in this little boy's bedroom? They're so like, many? we need to make sure that he knows, they, everyone knows he likes airplanes and dinosaurs. And Spidey-Man. And bowling. bowling. primary <laughs> colors. He likes Spider-Man doesn't like King Kong. Mm -mm. Oh. He doesn't like King Kong. <laughs> He likes peeing at night while holding his Spider-Man. But before we get to the pee, <laughs> okay, uh, there's a brief cutaway to uh, Faye Dunaway, uh, Mrs. Dubrow, uh, as she's handling the aftermath of Lord Rutledge and Dunstan's robbery of Mrs. Dubrow's room. And uh, I'd like to say immediately, they don't involve the police in this. Seriously. They think that the security chief, who was ogling children, <laughs> is going to be able to handle the job. But then, as Mrs. Dubrow is looking uh, through the security cam footage, she sees that um, uh, a bellhop went into the room, which was uh, Lord Rutledge, as we know. But then they're like, well, 
nobody went into the room. Absolutely zero yeah. people went into that room. They specifically draw drawn attention to it, and then just immediately dropped yet another plot point. I have to watch him twerk his way into the vents. <laughs> he's he's, he's sticking it out. He crams his entire torso into the vent. He uttering, bends right uttering the He knew what name. he was doing. He knows that's how to attract a Dunstan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dunstan is generous. <laughs> Dunstan's a generous lover. Dunstan. Oh, God. Dunstan, put your whole arm in. Oh, oh, God. oh, oh man. man. Well, I guess I, I know this edit. podcast is going to be rated. <laughs> I, I might have to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, seeing Lord Rutledge be weird causes Mrs. DeBrow to believe that he is there as the secret agent to discover whether or not they're worthy of the sixth star. I didn't now, even know that was a thing. Yeah, Six I know stars. we haven't talked about this much, but that's be also only because the like movie the... hasn't talked about yeah. it. <laughs> it's almost like they brought it up once and they haven't said anything about it until just now. Well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we did know this was a five-star hotel. I think, I have my own personal theory about that. I think that they just needed a reason for Rutledge to be constantly in the movie. So they just <laughs> needed the hotel staff to be meeting with him. So they're like, what if he's a guy who's trying to, um, what's a good word for this? Trying to re... Oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Great work, Adam. Nailed you. That. I love you. Yeah, he's he's the, he's never mind. Anyway, we'll cut that out. He's a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, where are we now? Uh, I've got uh, a little something. From there, we move on to a little boy pissing for like twenty <laughs> yes. seconds. At least twenty seconds. He's got an 30. impressive load of piss on him. Let me tell you, he lasts yeah. a while. Dunstan watches. Dunstan watches this little boy piss. He tries to participate. In yeah, the pissing. he's trying to help. He's, he's to help reaching him. for he's his cock, his but it's intercepted by Spider Man. Yes. Spider Man's doing some cock blocking. Spider Man is like, no, he's underage. But Dunstan's like, <laughs> exactly. That's a good defense. But Dunstan is in the vent right next to this little boy peeing. He reaches a big old monkey arm out <laughs> and he starts like grabbing at this boy's Spider-Man toy, which he brought with him to take a piss. And, his, and, and he's dragging not just the Spider-Man, but the whole boy. He is peeing all over the floor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is implied. He's pissing yes, all over the yes, rug. Yes. It is disgusting. And, and, and then that same floor, which is later covered in all the bathroom fruit. All the bathroom fruit! Which is inexplicably on every shelf in this bathroom, just like... Tastefully arranged bowls of actual fruit. Yeah, not freaking it, wax fruit. Actual fruit. We're talking yeah. cantaloupe. We're talking other melons, bananas, apples, a thing of grapes. Well, it is ridiculous. Well, sometimes in a you gotta sit on the toilet backwards like a cool teacher and eat toilet off the tank. <laughs> fruit off the tank of the toilet. <laughs> cool teacher. You're just got a pomegranate in one hand and a rosary in the other as you're just letting out the Chinese buffet that you had the night oh before. Unacceptable. Before we well, get to the bathroom the Chinese fruit. buffet that you've ordered tonight. <laughs> Before we get to the the bathroom fruit, though, uh, Kyle says a line that's very troubling. Uh, as Dunstan's grabbing at his arm while he's pissing, uh, Kyle says, "Brian, no." <laughs> yeah, it, it, no. It, it, is, this, is this a regular occurrence? This yeah, this normal. is implying that, that, that Brian is always in the or maybe not well, we know always, he's always often. in the vents. Always <laughs> he's in the vents. Off, He's often pestering Kyle, trying to grab his little boy penis while he's trying to take a pee. Frightening. Frightening. And Brian, though, you've been blinded by the vent fumes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wait. Finally but... went blind. Jerking off too much. That boy doesn't wash his hands after he takes a piss. No, no he doesn't. He There's not. a clean cut of, like, toilet flushing sounds to let us know that he did not wash his hands. Nope. And what's more, the, little, the hand that he used to steady his... 
pee stream, he then switches that Spider-Man into his Horrifying. other hand, which means that is a contaminated piss Spider-Man. And we later see his dad clutching that, that piss Spider-Man. Yep, Shut Kyle right throws piss Spider-Man right, right to his dad. Spider-Man says to Robert, he's like, why did he piss on me, Robert? Why? Why did you raise such a sociopath? Oh. It's such a troubling movie the more you look into it. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I never realized just how deep into this movie I'd get watching it ten minutes at a time. You really can get in there. You can just... The sky is the limit when you just watch it broken up like this. You're forced to. Stop. <laughs> but well, we also get some experimental found footage Dunstans. Dunstan Vore. Oh, yes. Yeah, the Dunstan Vore. Dunstan Vore. <laughs> yeah, why does he eat the camera? We Which gotta... All cats. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that implies that he swallowed the entire camcorder. Yeah. Um... That's like an unhinged his jaw. That scene definitely exists out of context somewhere on the internet. I'm sure it does. POV, Dunstan. Kyle realizes that there's a Dunstan. (laughs) (laughs) More like Mona Me Dunstan. Piss, piss, piss. Piss, piss, baby. Uh, Kyle realizes there's a Dunstan in the vents, so he sets up a camcorder hidden in the bathroom fruit. But little did he know that would attract the Dunstan. That and the smell of his piss trickling all over the bathroom floor. All over the rug. Oh Oh my god. Oh, it was a carpeted bathroom, even worse. Oh Oh my god. Carpeted bathroom is like an instant trigger word for me. That should be illegal. Anyway, especially at a five-star hotel. Oh, they've Seriously? got no carpet in these bathrooms. These bathrooms are made of, like, self-sanitizing floors. It's just too bad the vents are so crusty. Crusty <laughs> 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 vents, though. wonder why. Oh, work on that. There would be a six-star hotel if they could just scrape out the vents they once a... They could just pervert out of the vents. Crusty vents sounds like a disease a fish could get. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, from there, Dunstan, Dunstan potentially eats the camera and the fruit... <laughs> And then proceeds to hop in bed with Jason Alexander. Who doesn't yeah. notice that he's cuddling an orangutan for an entire night. Shocking. Doesn't even open his eyes. Just Thinks it's his youngest son. Keeps his eyes closed and says, hello, Kyle, come into bed with me. Okay. Kyle must have gotten, like, some bad hormones and is just covered in hair. He says, like, are you wearing your flannel? Does this man not know like yeah, that's, that would not be a flannel. He's an orang utang. He's a feeling of a flannel that felt like monkey hair on your face. Oh, oh, oh god! Ew, oh, that's erotic. Oh, it's so coarse. There are so two kinds coarse. of people. <laughs> it's like wearing a. It's like wearing a million paintbrushes. That's probably what Rutledge <laughs> did to Samson. He turned oh. him into a orangutan pajamas. I'm sorry. Orangutan oh. underwear. Oh uh, Jesus Christ! That's horrible. That's awful. Anyway, he's got orangutan underwear. You know, we actually never do see Rutledge's underwear, so maybe, maybe that was a, a we don't ever choice. See his, we never see his underwear because canonically Rutledge does not wear underwear. <laughs> really? I'm swinging in the breeze, Dunstan. Seriously, he comes out in one scene in gray sweatpants, just like Dunstan. <laughs> Horrifying. Okay, and so after Dunstan hops into bed with Robert, we get a nice little dissolve. And we're woken up in the morning to Jason Alexander rolling over, spooning Dunstan. The morning after. He's got he's oh. got the full on morning wood supposedly. <laughs> Dun- it's both implied. Of them. It's implied. <laughs> but oh, this both. begins our Dunstan hunt as Kyle now understands there is a Dunstan in the hotel, yes. and so he ropes Brian into this on the condition that uh, Kyle do what if Brian dies? 
What would he do, Olivia? He has to, um, let me consult my, uh, my notes. Destroy the box of magazines under his bed. This man is a full-fledged f***ing sex offender. <laughs> Disgusting. He didn't a say what box. kind of magazines they were. A and box in the of 90s, magazines. Of in the 90s, if you were a teenager and you had a box of porno mags, you were the cool kid in school. Sickening. Wait, do these kids go to school? Do these kids go to school? People just have a box of porno. That's Seriously? Like, <laughs> He's a dirty sex now. pervert. Dunstan's kind of horny, you guys. It's Dunstan likes kind of horny. This movie is so horny, I can feel it making us all hornier as we watch. Like, our discussion has gotten hornier every single episode. We mm. focus less on the plot synopsis, so we go more to the sexual side. We focus because more on the sexual funny. fantasies. Funny. Our, our, our projections <laughs> of sexual fantasies. Are they our projections? I think... I don't think what? we need to take no. authorship over these. No, it's not our fault. <laughs> no, it was the monkeys. <laughs> the monkey did I it. I swear, God, it was the monkey. <laughs> That's what gets you up to hell. But uh, Kyle and Dunstan let Brian die. Absolutely. Yeah. I love the implication there. As Brian, as Kyle is hanging onto the rope, trying to make sure that Brian doesn't plummet to his fucking death in a giant thing of cum stained sheets <laughs> and Dunstan begins to pull on it. The implication is that Kyle is as strong or weaker than an orangutan and I don't know how strong orangutans are but Dunstan's They'll tear your arms off, man. Yeah. That's Joe Rogan. He'll tell Fair. you. Fair. But also I'm like let's, let's get this boy to the gym. He's very he's unable to <laughs> pull the no. it's a, but, but he was holding up his brother. Oh my god. Well, there was a pulley system. Okay. There's a system of ancient antique wooden pulleys. Seriously, that's In, in terms of the logistics of that, did anyone else notice that he was pulling the wrong end? The oh part god. that would not affect serious? how high or low uh, Brian goes? No. Because oh he's on the he's on the part that's connected <laughs> to the, the shimmy, but Kyle has the, the main part. He's further back. So... <laughs> Never mind. Insane. This scene defies I appreciate logic. the effort, Dr. Physics. Physics are broken. They broke physics for this movie. Dunstan defies the laws of gravity. I Truly. swear some someone's wrong here. I swear that's not how that works. Dunstan defies the laws of screenwriting. <laughs> okay, now we can get back to the part where Brian finds Dunstan's hair stuck to the elevator shaft wall. And then he starts tasting it. <laughs> yes. That's an orangutan. <laughs> He's like, just like I read about in those magazines under my bed. <laughs> just like those magazines that I wanked off to under my bed. Jesus. This is human hair. I'd recognize this. <laughs> I have plenty of experience collecting human hair. Yeah, that's what's in the box. He finds it and he's like, Sometimes wait a minute, a that's human where hair I left you. Ugh, God. Orangutans are taking over this goddamn hotel. They are running goddamn country. They're <laughs> taking our jobs. <laughs> stealing our jewelry. They're taking all our best children's movies. It's true. Mm -hmm. Like this, Mighty Joe Young, Ed, MVP, MVP one and two. You know, I used to be a software engineer, but then a monkey took my job. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what, then when I saw that, he had the gall to look at me and go. <laughs> <laughs> you went to plead for your Biden's job America. back. You went you to plead for your job back, and your boss is like, "Well, make your case." And you're like, "Well, I have all these qualifications. I went to college. I I've done many internships." And he's like, "All right, Dunstan, take your take your case." And he's like. <laughs> And then he opens his suitcase and shows his tragic backstory. The boss goes, "Oh, he's like, oh, you're yes. hired. <laughs> you were raped by that horrible Brit too." <laughs> and meanwhile, I have to go back to lifting weights in the circus. <laughs> that, that 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 reminds me, what did Rutledge do? Did they was there any inkling of what he was? He just like a ringmaster because he had that top hat. He did have a top I'm hat. Very troubled by that. The more I thought about this episode. 
it's it's because you're right. It seems implied that he worked in the circus. Was he always fancy? Did he is the fanciness a cover? Because you yeah. think of the fanciness as a cover. How was he? The hotel like, ah, oh, hell, shit, Dustin, we are going to steal that damn money. Honestly, that's what I keep imagining. Dustin, Dustin, you come back here. He's, He's got like prosthetic arms. <laughs> How did he fake an entire like? noble lineage if he is just a circus guy i these are questions we need answered because well how do they make those targets not none of this <laughs> nothing well, how do they make those targets not fall over the con <laughs> they're cunning con men oh <laughs> i'm gonna have to edit that out too <laughs> <laughs> we can't insult carnies on this podcast <laughs> you, uh, can, you, you can talk about monkey sex every single episode as soon as i say that maybe carnies are slightly crooked you're like uh, oh, oh. I thought you said oh. having carnies. Oh, those make... carnival games are very fair. I'll have you know. I thought you said. How did, I thought you said how did the carnies make the towers fall over? <laughs> That's what I thought he said no. too. Like, why are you upset about no. deploying those targets this... that don't fall over? You throw the ball at the target oh and nailed it up. Jesus. I thought you said the towers I fall over. Oh the carnies are involved Al Qaeda. What, a, what an amazing theory. No, if, if, if the carnies had built a twin tower, they never. <laughs> That only the proofs leave after or before the credits. So Osama bin Dunstan. <laughs> stop. That's where we stop. Okay. We need order. We cannot keep doing this okay. Taliban shit. Okay. But that was half the podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've got a good note to return on. There is a very wonderful reference to uh, the inspiration for this movie, the arcade game Donkey Kong, oh, yeah. where Dunstan starts throwing barrels down the stairs in order to trip up a pedophile. <laughs> which one? <laughs> yes. You gotta specify which pedophile, Drew. Yes. <laughs> all, all, of the all of the above. Lord Rutledge finds Dunstan and starts chasing him, and so Dunstan starts throwing like spools of wire like down the <laughs> stairs, and Lord Rutledge keeps tripping on them, but then Dunstan, he gets that last word. He throws like a hook at Lord Rutledge that definitely would have pierced his skull. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've seen enough horror movies to know that'll kill you. Final Dunstanation. Black Christmas. Wait, never mind. That was a great joke. What? The movie Black Christmas. Oh. You can't go talking about that Tyler Perry movie again. Black oh my Christmas. god. <laughs> I'm not the one who is a problem here. I thought we were making actual examples. We bring one diversity hire onto this podcast. Well, she's from Indiana. I got to <laughs> I am out. <laughs> Back to the kitchen. Oh, Stop oh. commenting. Can we, can we also uh, bring up the fact that Brian fell throughout the entire length of the, the laundry chute? Mm-hmm. And statistically, there is no way he would have survived by falling on, even if they are the most comfortable sheets. The in most cum-crusted sheets in the hotel. <laughs> With as crusty Extra as those fucking sheets are. Why did the Mythbusters never test this? Yeah, <laughs> it's a the Mythbusters Dunstan checks in special? Best case scenario, he would land on those crusty sheets and get chapped skin a little bit. 
That's the best case scenario. And okay. pregnant. <laughs> and pregnant. Uh, I want you to picture Adam Savage. <laughs> and while we've conclusively proved that monkeys can't put on hats. <laughs> this myth is busted. <laughs> I saw a Dunstan once. He was flying. He's a flying Dunstan. We've made a ballistics gel monkey. <laughs> You know, I think the biggest reason why this 10 minutes was so slow because there were zero minutes and zero seconds of Lionel Spaulding in this <laughs> Truly. Mm. We need Neil. He's dead. I okay, think, never mind. I think this was the slowest 10 minutes because so much of it was dedicated to a boy pissing. Anything with Kyle is horrible. It sucks. <laughs> All right, let's, oh. let's clarify. We have nothing wrong with Jake Lloyd, who is Eric the Lloyd. Ac- Eric Lloyd? Eric Lloyd. Jake Lloyd's... Jake Lloyd Jake, Jake Lloyd Jake is Anakin, Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker. Okay. We, we hate him, but we have nothing wrong. <laughs> we have no pro- no we don't sucks. hate you, Jake Lloyd. You did the best you could with what you had. Come on the podcast, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know you quit acting or whatever, and you're having some mental troubles, but so are we, dude. Come on. That's why we made a podcast <laughs> yeah. about Dunkston. <laughs> No, no sane person would do this. No mentally sane <gasps> person would say, let's make a ten- the podcast we watch 10 minutes of Dunstan checks in and talk about it for 40 minutes. Which yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars, you bring up Star Wars. There was one section that I don't think anybody else caught, and this was my first time catching it in this movie. After Dunstan escapes Lord Rutledge, Lord Rutledge reaches out a hand and goes, <laughs> like he's using the force to stop Dunstan. He's like, <laughs> and it's just there for like one second. Oh, also, uh, when they fall down the elevator shaft after they fall, or the laundry chute. Like the Emperor in episode six. Yeah, I remember watching this before with subtitles, and the subtitle is, damn. But (laughs) the line he he utters is, (laughs) he goes, damn, (laughs) damn. (laughs) It sounds like a a car backfiring. Don't you spank your Harry Potter baby? That was such a beautiful waveform you've made. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Just the occasional peak from the... <laughs> I'll have to no. chop that down. But, you know. I'll chop you down. I'll chop you down to size, macho man. Alright. I, I fear that might be where we need to stop off on this ten minute chunk. You know, guys, we didn't even say anything about the part where Rushledge said... Daddy's very angry, Dunstan. Oh, yeah, good point. We did not talk about He was that. twisting his own nipples in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> Frightening. God, you can see, like, little driplets of semen coming down his pant leg. Oh. I'm preying, Dunstan. <laughs> you know what that means. I got pre-willy. Dunstan, get in your box. I don't want you to see what happens next. <laughs> he comes out in, like, a full-on sadomasochist rubber suit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gim suit, that's oh. what I'm thinking of. A circus God. man sneaks Wait, Dunstan some... or Rutledge? <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one's receiving at the time. God. A circus oh. man sneaks a monkey into a hotel. A what happens fancy. next will shock you. Uh, I gotta look for more clues that Rutledge is a is actually a circus man because this is this is like Good very luck. upsetting to me now. Yeah, it's it's dropped. I'll, there's no spoiler there. It's dropped. I've watched this movie oh. probably a good thirty times, and I'm telling you that I have tried to pursue this thought line multiple times because even when I was like eight, I was like, I think he's a monkey circus guy. <laughs> it's so confusing. He, oh, the one thing I thought is like maybe he's supposed to be like 
that the stereotypical like British sportsman's like, look at all my, look at all the mounts I've caught while hunting. Here's look at my, all my sports. Here's my pet monkey. He helps me shoot the elephants. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a movie I would. I would love to see like a. Prequel. Wait a minute. That's why Dunstan's a super spy because he's trained with all the weapons. Dunstan's gonna walk into the hotel with an AR-15 and just be like, "Time to complete the mission." <laughs> remember, no Russian, <laughs> no Dunstan. Dunstan's right. making hand signal, military hand signals. Yeah, did you see that sick drag he did when they were in the hotel out across the carpet with his forearms leading? Yeah, his drag his yes. chunky ass throughout with his oh. ass all the way up oh. and his back arched. Stupid thick. All right, Sam. Now it's time for your guess. Yes, that's right. What do you right. think will happen from here? Man, based on this one, I'm gonna guess that what's gonna happen is we're not gonna see the rest of the inside. Of the, we're not gonna see the inside of the hotel for the rest of the movie. The rest of the movie is gonna take place in the vents. It's gonna be a Scooby Doo style chase through the vents for the remaining 40 minutes of the film. <laughs> 40 they're minutes. Gonna be, they're going to be running back and forth. They're going to be slip sliding through all the goop on the floor. Uh-huh. It's going to be a real time. And then at the very end, Lord Rutledge is going to fall down the laundry shaft and he's going to get impaled <gasps> on, on, a, on a sheet that's been so thoroughly bleached by cum. It's just, it's just it's so spot. crispy. You ever see the end of... Uh, <laughs> the end of what, oh, Sam? Please. Now, you ever see the end of Hot Fuzz where the guy falls on the steeple? It's going to be that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just oh. a sheet that's held up only by like the the human starch. Oh, <laughs> human Jesus starch. Christ. I love that. That would be really poetic, since uh, Dunstan has. I mean, Lord Rutledge has committed crimes against humanity, mm-hmm. and so now the bare essence of humanity is piercing and killing him. Yeah, especially because he's gay and he's used to penetrating. So it's time for him to get penetrated. Is Lord Rutledge, Rutledge queer coded? We need to dissect. Oh my gosh, this, <laughs> this is really problematic. Dunstan brings out multiple queer characters, as we know, but is Lord Rutledge problematic? See, we were talking about doing another movie for season two, but I think for season two we should do an LGBT reading of Dunstan Checks Out. <laughs> Queering Dunstan? I, I, think, I think I could do an LGBT reading of Dunstan Checks In right now. You guys ready for it? No. It oh, no! Oh, jeez. Uh-oh. <laughs> Tongue shirt collar profusely. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> all right everybody thank you very much for joining us for another week trust me the next 10 minutes we're getting back into some monkey business until then we're going to be checking out i've been drew i'm sam i'm adam and i'm olivia check it next time that was edging on dunstan the podcast where three buffoons analyze dunstan checks in 10 minutes at a time you can email us at edgingpodcast at gmail.com. If you want your email featured on the show, make sure to let us know if we can use your name. Edging on Dunstan is a podcast by Sam, featuring Adam and Drew. Editing is by Adam. Intro is Right to Ascension, written by Sam, and remixed by Adam. Special thanks this episode goes to Olivia for putting up with our madness.